What's up, everybody? Welcome to the program tonight. Mark Jarrell with you. It's Hip Politics every Thursday, 8 o'clock. So glad you are here this evening. Got a hot one planned. I'm excited. Obviously, I was excited last week after the State of the Union. Got a lot of great feedback. I know you guys enjoyed that. I enjoyed it as well. Um, And guess what? You guys know how much I love, I absolutely love talking to my conservative friends because I have no idea how they can actually be a part of that party. Me, as you all know, I'm an independent, independent free thinker, and it, it, it's just it just baffles me, particularly how any person of color, African Americans in particular, can jump to the right side of the aisle. It's it's just strange, particularly you know you go into a place where you are not wanted. Uh, to be frank, and then those of you that are on the other side of the aisle that mindlessly follow these people that call themselves the Democrats, uh, you know, really, really interesting as well because I don't see anything that they've done for y'all in the last 50 years or so. Um, you know, they have the rhetoric uh, just like the other side, but uh, don't see anything. So tonight, you guys know what it is, free speech, no censorship. You can say what you want. Any way you want to say it, you are here because you are an independent thinker. You are someone that is not going to be led blindly as sheep. You're going to let your voice be heard. We've got a couple of ways that you can do that. One, jump in the chat room, people. It's real easy. It's fun. Register at the Blog Talk site. Get in there. You can interact with other people in the chat room, of course. Um, If chat is not your thing and you're a talker and you just want to chop it up with myself or any of our guests tonight, uh, give us a call. Real easy, 805-292-0337. That's 805-292-0337. Remember to press option one if you want to come on the air. If you don't press option one, then we know you're just listening. So press option one. You can interact and uh, make a comment, ask a question of our guests, um, you know, we'll make it happen from there. So you've got plenty of options, and, uh, you know, we will make it happen tonight. So I got two great guests. I have uh, – first, my first guest is going to be Michael Roundtree, and uh, he is a senior down at uh, Morehouse College in Atlanta. So he's a Morehouse man. So, Well, technically, I don't know. If he's a senior, he hasn't graduated. I don't know if you're a Morehouse man until you graduate or you're a Morehouse man just because you go there. But anyway, we'll find that out from Michael, president of the Morehouse College Republicans. We're going to figure out why this black man at Morehouse College and it must how many how many Republicans are there uh down at Morehouse. Anyway, we can't stereotype, we'll see, but we're glad to have him up and then the bottom of the hour we're bringing on David Banner. Um all of y'all know David Banner number 1. Um so from a personal perspective, this is a brother that has um, more guts, um, someone who tells the truth, which which I which I love. Okay, he's not a preacher, so yes, people, he may cuss, you know, he may use uh, language that is a little colorful, and that's exactly what I like here on Hip Politics. So, um, but uh, 
has an interesting perspective when it comes to politics, hip-hop, hip-hop's place in politics. So we're going to break things down with him as well. Um, and I'm really glad to, that he'll be on the show. But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'll bring on Michael Roundtree, see what he has to say. Glad to have him. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. people we're back it's in politics mark jarrell another thursday and you guys know i had to do it i do it almost every week i i I love it you know i bring on conservatives particularly black conservatives black republicans because you know what they don't get a lot they they, you you don't hear their voices that much you know maybe you know you hear herman cain and I guess we all know Alan Keyes and Alan West and, you know, others. But, you know, from the grassroots, you don't hear too much from those guys. And what I love about my conservative friends is that they're unfiltered. You know, they don't try to be politically correct. They'll say some stuff that's controversial and kind of wild. And I love that. Um, so our first guest tonight is uh, Michael Roundtree, president of the Morehouse College Republicans. Michael, what's up, man? Welcome to Hit Politics. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Good. How you doing? I'm all right. I can't complain too much. All right, man. Hey, hey. I hope you you, you sound a little mellow, my friend. I hope I hope you're ready to kind of duke it out a little bit. I'm trying to, you know, I I, I want to hear, well, hear from you straight out the gate, man. How in how how many Republicans are down there at Morehouse College, bro? How many in the club? So here. Here at our last membership count, we had uh, 12 members. Yeah, 12. We had 12 members. 12 so, uh, But that's and there's 12. So 12 out of population here at Morehouse, uh, it's maybe around 3,000 students. Okay. Okay. And there's 12 that are dedicated and willing to come out on, uh, I would say, a weekly basis to our meetings and such. Whereas when we have events, uh, the the larger, I guess, participation from from the greater college, as well as the gotcha, surrounding campuses, gotcha. uh, Spelman College and Clark Atlanta. <laughs> so you guys are doing what? I mean, the is is the Republican Party utilizing your your chapter in any kind of way? What are you specifically are you trying to accomplish down there in Atlanta? Yeah, so my, my goal in general is just to spread political diversity. Um, I mean, my, I, I don't have any intentions of converting anyone, um, but I, I just want to let people know that there's something out there, at least particularly in our community. There's another word than the democratic word, and uh, that's what we're trying to spread here on campus and, and the AUC in general. So you don't you don't really believe in the ideals of the pub, uh, of the Republican Party. You just more or less well, want well, to. I, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't take it that far. I, 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 I definitely wouldn't take it that far. 
um, uh, three principles of, of the economy, you know, having, having a strong national defense, uh, personal responsibility. Definitely, I, I agree with a lot of the ideas of the Republican Party, not to say all of them, um, but, but I, I definitely am, am a Republican. Let's that's, that's not confuse that. <laughs> so when you say, I, I heard you mention, obviously, strong national defense, you talked about personal responsibility. When I hear personal responsibility, particularly coming from Republicans, to me, it's a code word. It's, it's one of those it's one of those code words where uh, you had Lee Atwater um, kind of basically change the game and tell the Republican Party that, that you can't use the N word anymore. Uh, you know, so we have to use these other phrases that are, are basically code words that uh, kind of rile up the base. Go into tell me what you mean when you're when you're talking about personal responsibility. What does that mean? Yeah, so for me, let's let's just take the word for face value. You generally, you get out of life what you what you put into it, and you know there are different factors that affect it, and you know that's why the government is in place so that certain programs you know can help individuals that are in certain circumstances. But at the very basis or the very foundation of, of anything, you you get out of it what you put into it. And so when I say personal responsibility. At least for me, from my household, I, I was raised in the idea of education, and that, that, that was our rock. And so personal responsibility for me would be doing well in my classes, making sure that education is at the forefront of my mind. So it's, 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 it's just a matter of, of, like I say, you putting into um, life and, 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 you, and you reaping exactly what you put out in, in a smart way. And, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but the interesting thing about that is, the rest of your party, that's not what they mean when they talk personal responsibility. I mean, I can't really it, speak. It's a, it's a cold word. Well, I, I think I, I, I won't say that I necessarily agree with that, but let, let's say that that is the case. That it's part of my obligation. It's part of my job to be here to to elucidate, uh, you know, things, things of that nature so that we can talk about it. Um, I, and, and I, I would say, in my experience, it's not necessarily a cold word. It's just, it's just truly working hard so that you can progress in life. Um, but, of course, you know, my perspective and experiences are, are different than that of yours. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, Michael, I, w I would say one of the things that, that really scares me about and, – and listen, I want to make sure that we're really clear on this point. The Democrats scare me just as much – as the Republicans, you know what I mean. They, well, they I was, I was hoping I would much. get my chance to jab back because I, I, I was definitely going to going to have a question of myself, but you're addressing it so time. <laughs> Absolutely, because but the only thing is, you know what, the Democrats scare me, but Black Republicans scare me probably a little bit more. <laughs> and the reason why, I, I'll tell you why I'm so scared is because I don't understand why you guys want to be in a place where you're not really wanted. They have not done anything. I mean, they don't even make an effort to do anything to, to, to hear your voice, to do any. There's no specific policies that you all can point to that they've set forth in their agenda, in their party platform that addresses the needs of African-Americans specifically. Okay, so so that's uh, – I, I guess that's, that's really interesting um, you, you can look here at the state of Georgia. I mean, there, there's a lot going on here in Georgia that that, that sets towards, you know, the the minority communities, and, and and not just blacks. I mean, prison reform here in the state is, is just one example. 
it's, it, it's, to me, it's interesting when you think of everything, I guess, from a historical perspective that you say Republicans are, I mean, they, they don't want blacks and have done nothing to help blacks. I mean, and that's exactly not what history tells us. Um, I mean, when we look at the start of the Klan, I mean, the Klan is literally started by officials within the Democrat Party. And, and, and so I, I, I just, I, it's hard for me to put that into context, what, what you're saying, I guess, from a historical perspective. Well, I'll tell you what, and and you know what, all of my conservative friends, you guys make the same point. I mean, I love it. You ever watch? You watch Key and Peele, right? Have you seen Key and Peele? Uh, I I saw the one skit. I have a lot of Democratic friends. Um, my uh, parents all right. Are well, they they well, have a great so skit, I, I saw the skit about about Republicans, particularly Black Republicans. You got to watch that anyway. But check this out, man. This this is this is the deal. I I hear a lot of my conservative friends. They they talk about it. You know, well, you know the the Republican Party. Uh, you know, we, you know, Lincoln was a Republican, and you know, we go all that. The bottom line is, this is true. The, 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 which is true, but the historical Lincoln would not be a Republican today. They would kick him out of the party. Are you kidding me? No. He tried to M- many people with say emancipation that. today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he kick, they kick well, him the out. Idea of slavery, the, the, the idea of slavery today is it's, it's kind of like a oh my gosh issue. So I, I don't know if you want to draw that direct parallel. Um, they're, they're, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hello. Um, you know, there's there's the the social structure, economic change. So there there are a lot of different um, forms of slavery that are happening right now. Um, you know, obviously it's not in the same context. So that's what's scary about uh, where. I see a lot of the black Republicans that are so brainwashed, you know, talking about the Republican Party of yesteryear. Well, it's not exactly a, the Republican Party of yesteryear. I mean, you just mentioned, you know, there are social and economic barriers that I guess are comparable to slavery in, 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 in some senses. And, you know, I just brought up the idea of, of, of the prison reform here in Georgia, and that's one thing that's directed and directly impacts the minority communities here. Uh, another thing is, is, is the school initiatives, and you know, with education in this country, it can get you very far. But Georgia is good and, and unique in the sense that it offers the opportunity for technical schools, so that if it's not a higher degree that you know you're, you're looking for, you're still expanding educational opportunities. And I'm not sure if that's necessarily a bad thing for minorities, or if we need to be how, cultivated how in, a, in a in a different how, how way. How is the Republican Party? Expanding educational opportunities. I, I'm, I'm missing that whole point. You're saying how are they expanding? Uh, I, well, I, I can speak yeah, in, in the sense of, of, of here, up here in, in, in the state of Georgia. I mean, with the idea of, of the Hope Scholarship, where if you go into high school and, and you do well enough to have over a 3.0 GPA, and you have a, over a 3.0 GPA in, in, in college, you know, you, you get tuition um, grants. And that, that, that's something that was started here in Georgia, and that's funded here in Georgia. I mean, that that's just one example. So the biggest problem for Republicans, and not less necessarily on the local level, I mean, obviously, a lot of state legislatures are controlled by uh, the GOP. You've got, uh, you yeah. know, obviously, you know, on a federal level, you know, Congress. But it, it, interestingly enough, though, when it comes to um, taking the White House and, and, and winning national elections, you guys have a huge, huge problem. And you cannot solve that problem without minorities. And I don't see any plans well, in place and, 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 and to, for, 
to help you guys win on a, on a national election? I mean, I, I I don't know. I think I would disagree. I mean, we will see at the turn of the of the last presidential election that a lot of people uh, were saying that, and that's when you know RNC chair uh, Grievous you know started the initiative for for a minority engagement. I mean, the the idea of Republicans as a whole is to have smaller government at the federal level. I mean, so of course it makes sense that we empower the local communities and, and, and the local governments. I mean, the Georgia GOP has been immensely helpful in our production and, and, and with us being retarded and, and started here uh, back, back at Morehouse. And so uh, I, I think it's very much in line with, with, with what we believe. Well, I, I, again, there, there you go, throwing up one of those code words, Michael, that, that, that smaller government <laughs> <laughs> that smaller government that just means make sure that the that the elderly uh, uh, c- get cut on the Social Security and Medicare. No. You know that what what does that what does that mean for you know? The, I think that, I think sure that means that, that local uh, communities will have more control net? over. <laughs> I I think that means that local communities have more control over what's going on in their lives than let's say a one size fits all system by by the federal government. I think local officials know better what their constituents need than, than, than someone that, that's directed in Washington. So that, that, that's what it means, at, at least from my perspective, and at least in my experiences I think, here. I think we got a um, problem when we're, not, when we're not really asking the people at the bottom. When you have somebody like Paul Ryan trying to write policy for uh, the poor, and then I, now I see uh, Mitt Romney is the, uh, the, the, the champion uh, of the uh, underprivileged. It's, um, it's, it's really, really interesting to me. Everybody listening to politics, I got my man, <laughs> Michael Roundtree, President of Morehouse College Republicans, in the house, trying to get some policy, man. We're going to take a break so he can come up with, give me a specific policy or program that will help African Americans. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call, 805-292-0337. Press option one. Mark Jarrell, Politics. We'll be right back. Politics. The free speech zone where common sense is king. It's called Hit Politics, the coolest talk show in radio. What's up? We're back. Shout out to CDJ Live. Follow him on Twitter, please. CDJ Live. Follow us at Hip Politics, H I P O L I T I X, to join the conversation. 805 292 0337 in the building. Michael Roundtree, President of Morehouse College Republican. Shooting those jabs at you, Michael. You're holding up pretty well, my friend. <laughs> you know? At least I'm trying to. You're doing it, man. You're doing it. I tell you, I might not have been able to take it, man. But you know, hey, you should be used to catching hell. I mean, do you you do you make it known that you're a Republican? I mean, does, does everybody oh, on campus know you're Republican? What's the deal? 
I, I think in, 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 in some form or fashion uh, they do. But for me, the, the, the political scene, it's, 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 it's not my main thing. And so, you know, you mentioned that I'm a senior here. Uh, I major in chemistry. My minor's in mathematics. And so uh, that, that mostly occupies my time. Uh, I do research in theoretical chemistry. And that's truly what I would like to do in the future, not necessarily uh, politics per se. Um, but I, I think when there's ever some discourse around campus or, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a mainstream thought that, that, that may not, you know, be, be the most popular or, or really make sense, you know, a conversation is need to, that, that, that needs to be had is held, and I'm in some sort, some sort of fashion, you know, in, in, involved in that conversation. So give us the last time there was some sort of controversy at, uh, at Morehouse College where um... – you know, your your viewpoint was uh, different than the masses. Mm, I wouldn't say necessarily that it's my viewpoint that was different than the masses. Uh, I, I guess one interesting thing, I, I can go back to one of our last big events, which, uh, which the hosting of uh, Dr. Alveda King at Morehouse. Um, you know, there were some of my friends. It wasn't really the big. The show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, she's pretty popular, and she came, came down to, to Morehouse and, and, and gave a, a, a good speech. And so it wasn't really a, a big discourse or, 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 or a big, I, I guess, argument, but a friend and I had, had, had a difference um, somewhat. And it, it, it was really weird because he's a Democrat and he's someone that was exactly pro, um, pro well, that, that wasn't uh, pro-abortion, he was, he was pro-life. And so he was someone that, that was interested in, in having her on campus and, and, and so that, you know, he can hear about her story. And so, it, it, like I say, it wasn't, it wasn't discourse or, or, or argument of anything. And that is not even an example of my viewpoint being different. But I, I guess it just shows what, what we're doing here, uh, I guess, at Morehouse as far as bringing other people in to, to start that political conversation. Gotcha, man. So, all right, man. So this is this is the deal, bro. What what can the GOP do to attract more minorities, specifically African Americans? I mean, what does the outreach need to look like? What are they gonna do? What tell, tell me explain me exactly what they can do to attract uh, more minorities? Because I mean, obviously you're clearly outnumbered, and um, you know. So yeah. what's the strategy that uh, you think they'll be putting in place? Yeah, so one one strategy is, you know, I, I can really talk about my experiences and, and I can only go back really to what I've experienced here in Georgia. And, and one of those strategies is really just getting out into the communities and, and, and listening to people. Uh, we have the GAGOP Director for Minority Engagement, Leo Smith, who uh, me and my vice president just, you know, a week and a half ago sat with uh, at a cafe at a cafe called Busy Bees um, right here in the local community in, in the West End. And, and had lunch to discuss possible uh, well, events that we will be throwing, um, you know, in, in, in the near future. And so, you know, think, think, things of that nature, showing your face and showing that the people that, that, that you really care. Um, and, and, and so the opposite end of the spectrum for that is, is actually listening and, and, and creating policy uh, to, to, to help, you know, I guess small, biz, small businesses within the area, uh, you know, flourish so that the communities can, can, can become uh, more, more better. So, uh, gotcha. Gotcha. So, hey, so hey, Michael, let's go, to the, let's go to the phone line real quick, my friend. Um, I got a special guest that has a uh, comment for you. Welcome to Hip Politics. Uh, this is uh, the special guest that has a comment for uh, Michael Roundtree. Even though I do not 
believe in your political <laughs> views on most, most things. I'm very proud of you that you, you stick up for your own ideas, even though they're and, different. And this happens to mine. be Miss Roundtree, right? This is Mrs. Roundtree? Yes. yes. Welcome yes. to Hip Politics, fam. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. <laughs> so, Michael, you do you yeah, have support I, underneath your roof. I love it. And she's, yeah, and definitely, she's even, even though it's different. It's different because <laughs> we're Democratic. You're, you're, so, so Miss Roundtree, you're Democrats, and you raised a Republican. I don't know. Does that does somebody need to call DSS or something or what? Oh wow! <laughs> no, what I did was raise my son to think on his own and to come up with his own ideas and Absolutely. to follow what Absolutely. he believes to be true, as long as he's being a productive citizen while he's doing this. So as long as go. what he's doing is, be, is is allow him to be a productive citizen, I'm okay with it. He's entitled. He's right. entitled to his own views. There it is. Because all my friends want to know how can your son be over the Morehouse Republican Party? Aren't you Democrat? Yes, but my son <laughs> is a Republican. That's his choice. That's right. That's his choice, and we thank you so much for your call and appreciate you listening tonight. Okay. Thank you. All right. So Michael, I think that's a good I think that's a good spot to end up, man. You know, <laughs> mom, you, you brought out the big gun. You brought out the big gun. Yeah, mom called. That's perfect, man. Support you. Well, I, and, I, uh, she normally listens in. I didn't exactly expect her to actually call. I was expecting <laughs> somewhat right. of a challenge from someone else, but that's like, yeah, refreshing. <laughs> hey, but there it is, man. Listen, I want to say thanks for being on here politics and and sharing your views, Michael. And uh, answer this question for me. Are you a Morehouse man when you graduate, or are you a Morehouse man while you're there? What 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 is? It? Yeah yeah. So it's uh it's it's, it's after you graduate. After you graduate, that's what I thought. Well, I could have yeah. never made so, it in so, there, man. I just barely made it out of my school. So uh, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing, brother. We appreciate you, man. Anything you want to put out to uh you know let people know about what's going on with the uh, Morehouse College Republicans? Oh yeah, so we uh actually have a big event coming up this this upcoming Monday, February 2nd. Uh Senator uh Tim Scott, um US Senator out of South Carolina will be coming to speak uh to the Morehouse student body. Uh so that's uh, on the radar for next week. All right. All right everybody, Michael Roundtree, President of Morehouse College Republicans. Appreciate him being here, senior. Best of luck to you, my friend. We'll talk to you. All right, you know what? It's about to go down. It's about to go down. That was the appetizer. Now we're getting ready for the main course in a few minutes. We've got, uh, you know who it is, David Bowner, artist and activist coming up on Hip Politics. So, hey, if you want to jump in the conversation, we got a few minutes with, with uh, the brother. You want to jump in the conversation, you can give us a call, 805-292-0337. That's 805-292-0337. Jump in the chat room, okay? Um, jump in there. Register at the Blog Talk site. Username, password. Takes about 30 seconds. Then you can interact. What's up, MP? I see you up in there, brother. Get it cracking in there for me, man. Um, everybody appreciates you guys listening. One of the things, though, because we got David at the bottom of the hour, so I got a minute. 
so one of the things that I want you guys to understand is, you know, I always said that I love having these conservatives on the show, particularly the black conservatives. And, and, and I do. There's no doubt about it. I love that, you know, there is some diversity out there, while, while, though it's, it's little. I would rather everybody be an independent like myself. But, you know, if you got to choose a side, you know, you, you do what you do. But at least be uh, understand, you know, what they're feeding you and what they've done for you. How about that? And, and, and right now, we're about to hit election season, and guess what's going to happen? You're going to hear from people, you know what they're going to say? They're going to give us a couple things. They're going to give us the same thing they give us all the time. One, they're going to say what they're going to do, right? That's all we're going to hear. You might even get a little hope, right? You might get a little hope. Remember that? Number two, they're going to tell you what they would have done, okay? So they're going to get that. But you know what they're not going to tell you? They're not going to tell you the how. That's what you got to listen to. Going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got David Banner. You listen to Hip Politics. We'll be right back. I have no more campaigns to run. My only agenda. <laughs> I know because I won both of them. to a certain extent, which I love it. So, David Banner, welcome to Hip Politics, man. How are you? Peace, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. Happy to be here. All right, man. Well, you know what? We're happy that you are here. And I know I only have you for a few minutes, so I really want to get into There's so many places that I want to go because I, I really want to talk about, um, you know, the political state of mind of hip-hop is what I'm calling it tonight, bro. And I I, want to know from your your perspective, you you know, right now we have a black president, President Obama, and a lot of people consider him to be the the, the black Jesus, you know, little hope (laughs) that he gave us and uh, change. I'm not sure about the change, but but tell me what you you think about – you know, President Obama, first off, and, and, you know, that message of hope and change, have have we received that, in your opinion? Oh, well, I'm sort of, uh, I just made a comment in Essence Magazine, uh, this month's uh, edition of Essence Magazine, I talked about the fact that uh, I don't believe in hope anymore. Um, I want to ask you a quick question, okay? If, if you're building a house, right, 
and you have the plans, right? You will go and find architects, and they approve the plans, and then you go and get builders. Do you hope that the house is going to be built? I'm asking questions. You expect. You expect. Exactly. Um, exactly. The thing. The thing about our, our people, and I think it's happened all the way around from music to politics, is that we give our allegiances without any promises. And once, once we, once we give those allegiances, people have no reason at all to honor anything. See, I have a problem with a person being a Democrat or a Republican off of the bat before um, they even know what grounds a person stands on. I think intelligent people should listen to both sides and then make a educated decision based on the things that someone says. Um, I had a very bad argument. I think the worst argument I've ever had in my life, and I've never talked about this to anybody publicly, with my mother about Obama. During the um, his second term, I said black people as a whole, we need to come up with an agenda. If you look at any other specialized groups, they know exactly what, what they want. In most cases, if you were to ask, you know, the average Latino what, what, what is their political agenda, it would usually be, uh, like, immigration, right? So, yep, like, they know what so. they want. And most specialized groups know what they want. As black people, we don't even know what we want. And if you don't have an agenda... Even if Obama planned on doing something, well, there's not a contract in place. See, and and that's what I was telling my mom. It's like, dude, after this first term, if 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 we don't hold him to something publicly, he has no reason because we already gave our allegiance to him because he was black. And you know, I have to admit, I was in the beginning, I was one of those people too. And so I had one of my Muslim friends come to me, and they said, bro, write down on the sheet of paper what Obama said he was going to do. And we went back and looked at it on YouTube and said, now look at what he has done. See, I'm not emotional when it comes to your skin color as it pertains to my people. See, it's, it's, it's not a gang system when it comes to my people. I care about those who do right by my people. Black folks, and I'm going to say this, people get mad at Obama. All he did was promise you hope, and you got that. You got hope, and that's all we ever get. I said that I personally believe that Western politics is just like Western medicine and just like Western religion. They get theirs right now, and they make you wait for later. So, Dave, let me let me ask you this because I mean you touched on a lot right there in, in, in that opening, right? So you talked about the black agenda number one. One one of the things, and, and and so I've heard this before that that people say, you know, hey, there needs to be Tavis tried to do the contract for America, mm-hmm. contract with Black America, excuse me. So, you know, and, and you're going to to you know say, hey, there should be a black agenda. The 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 problem that I find with that, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, but but one of the issues that I think that that we have to find is we have to go back to understand um, what it is that we really want. 
So I don't really believe in, you know, the group think or monolithic think, but to a certain extent with black people, we have to go ahead and, and you know, be able to wade through the, I guess the, um, you know, all of the, you know, self-centeredness to get through overall what would be good for us, what should be on that agenda. So in your opinion, what should be a part of that contract with America regarding African-Americans? What well, should be part of that agenda? Well, I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you. Um, I understand exactly what you mean, and to a very, 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 very strong degree, I agree. But we, especially dealing with Obama, was dealing with we were dealing with time. I honestly didn't care if we made up something, coined and said schools, the prison, um, uh, um, school-to-prison pipeline, whatever it may end up being. We did nothing. We didn't come up with anything across the board that we agree with. I think what you're speaking about, that, that, that will take time because so much has happened to black people as a whole as it pertains to America. See, what people don't understand is the psychological trauma that black people have gone through in America. And when we were released from from the physical bondage, we never got any spiritual therapy, any physical therapy, nor mental therapy. Everything was taken from us as descendants of Africans. We don't have we don't know our own language. We don't read our own script. We don't we don't even praise our own God, brother. So in me saying that, we have to find self. And you and I both know it was over 350 years of bondage and then racism never stopped. So it's going to take at least a quarter of that amount of time to have any healing. As it pertains to politics, though, whatever it would have been, because we can all debate, you know, or from a single perspective about what we think is better, but as we see now, we didn't come up with nothing and it's over. <laughs> it's over. So it really don't matter what we debate about or, or, or what that special thing could have been because the time has passed. You, 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 you see what and, I'm saying? And so what I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, Dave, so I, I feel what you're saying. And so I, I feel like you're saying that to a certain extent, you, you don't even feel like uh, President Obama has even laid a foundation. If, if I hear you correctly, I, I feel like it, um, it was just – it. And I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you're saying it was a whole waste of uh, basically six years at this point. It'll be a waste of eight. Well, 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 this, uh, well this is what I'll say. And instead of giving my personal opinion, I'll tell anybody who wants to contest any of that to write write down on a sheet of paper what's been done. That's the way you take away the emotions. And I don't mean what people are trying to do is give, like, health care. Well, health care wasn't necessarily black people, and that would have that would have went through regardless. So, yeah, you you may benefit, but that wasn't for your people. And you tell me this: any other person that comes from a specialized group always takes care of their people. Why do we have to be the only one that didn't do it? I don't think. I mean, if we look out into America, I think situations for black people has worsened. As for me, that's from what I see. So for for me, I think it's a it's an emotional um, it's an emotional back and forth as it pertains to whether Obama did well or not because 
our people are emotional about him. So that's a conversation that we that's that's a conversation <laughs> that I think that that we split our people by even having that dialogue. It doesn't matter. It's over. It's gone. Let's move on. But what I will say is that regardless of whether you pick the left wing or the right right wing, what I've come to to realize is that it's a part of the same bird. America does not feel bad about the situations black people are in. Um, and they never have been. They're not sorry for what they've done for black people. They're so, but let's go. We built it for free. So in me saying that, like, um, the political process, I I don't have as much belief in it as a whole, but I think that it is a necessary process that you have to go through. You, you, do you understand what I'm saying? But until black yeah, people I, I, do I see, I see what you're saying, Dave. So check this out. If you're just tuning in, everybody, I'm talking to David Banner, um, brilliant brother. Y'all know him, artist and activist and, and truth teller, I say. And uh, I, I'm really enjoying the conversation. I hope you guys are, too. If you want to join us, give us a call, 805-292-0337. That's 805-292-0337. I want to go to um, the phone lines, David. I want I got uh, Jonathan in Tennessee. Jonathan, welcome to Hip Politics. Okay. Hello, hello, man. It's a pleasure to be on this call. This is my first time tuning into a radio of a call. This is so, this is so great for for me to be, uh, be able to put into this. How are you guys doing? Well, we happy. Thank you, we happy that you're here, brother. We happy that you're here. Okay. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, whatever. I know. I didn't understand that which one of you were David Banner, but whichever one of you were asking, uh, if you felt like. Obama had laid down a uh, laid down anything? Has he put anything like a foundation for us to go on from here, from the year 2015? For black people, no, easily no. He is a very he is a very true representation that anything can happen. If you put your mind to anything, like other people have already proven, you know anything is possible. But where is the recognition and where is the identity of us that we need to be ourselves and to do what all of our people before us have done, you know, those great things, not just making money or having businesses, but like, like you said, like one of you said, knowing yourself, uh, knowing your language, knowing where you come from, knowing what that means, knowing what, what the world would be like without black people, what the significance that you have, uh, what your what your um what your you know your color has a significance your history Africa. Hey Jonathan, Af- Jonathan thanks for the call, man. Let me let me let David um respond to your comment. Definitely great point. We appreciate you calling. Keep listening, okay? Okay, okay yeah. Thank you, thank you. Oh, uh, right, I'll just so, say something quick Jonathan, so we can. He, um, he just reiterated your points. He reiterated yeah. all the points that you said. I, I think um you know you would agree with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, and, I, and I'll, I'm just going to make a quick comment so we can get another call in, a couple couple more callers in before I have to leave. But what I will say is this, is that, and this is only my personal opinion, um, black people will never get the respect due to us until we do for ourselves. The system was never set up for us. Like I was saying is that, you know, whether it's right wing or left wing, it's a part of the same bird. And... um so I, I tell people my plan has always been until black people get knowledge of self, and that's knowledge of their own history, 
um, and knowledge of their own God, um, it won't matter. Until black people start producing their own products, whatever that may end up being, whether it's food, because I think about the basis of life. It's health care, it's food, it's things like that. We don't own no hospitals, we don't own no grocery stores that move, you know, the, the needle to any degree. Um, until we start producing our own products, selling our own products, then buying on our own products, people will never have a reason to really respect us. We have to do for self. You, you understand what I'm saying? And it's much bigger than a political process. But in order to make it easier, we have to be a part of the process to help implement that change so they won't block us. Well, I, I think one of the things, uh, fantastic point, David, but, uh, you know, and, and, and no but to it, fantastic point. And, and one of the things I want to transition to real quick in in, a, in our last few minutes is, is really the role of hip-hop. Because I, I hear you saying um, that we have to be a part of the process. One of the one of my points that I would make, or you know, that uh, assertion that I would make is, we don't have to be a part of the political process as is. Meaning, it doesn't have to be A or B. It could be a C. And I think, to a certain extent, that's what Pac was saying, right? So hey, they're giving us Democrats, Republicans, but we can make our own party. Um, I know you spent time. Let me, let, me, let me interject. Let me interject. I agree me, with you 100%. But it's, what you're saying, we're saying the same thing, but you're still involved. Whether right. it's A, B, C, D, or G, we're still, we're still a part of the bigger process while we're right. building that foundation. I'm not saying be a Democrat or right. Republican at all. I, that part doesn't matter to me. It's just being involved in, or, or at least sending a delegate while we are building the foundation of something that's separate, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? Just being oh, a part of exactly. the Oh, exactly. You're spot right. on. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. You're right. I agree saying with the you same 100%, thing. brother. Is, is hip-hop, is the hip-hop community, and I, I'm talking specifically, I, I want to talk about the artists. I want to talk about rappers, and even to a certain extent, executives, David. In your opinion, is the community using its influence to really, really impact um, policy in our society right now? Where, where do you think we are uh, as, as far as what hip-hop is doing to impact wow. the political process? I, I wrote a pro, I wrote I wrote a paper that uh, I may publish. I don't know if I'm going to publish it or not. Drawing a parallel between um, the the plantation and where rap music is right now. Um, what has happened is this, and it's not it's not it's not just the rappers or the executives' fault. It's also the general public's fault. Also, I want to explain this. To you. Something happened in America over the last five to ten years where there has been a, uh, a, a, a conscious effort to devalue black culture in general. This is always going on since we reached America's shores. Um, but the problem in the last five to ten years is that black people have bought into it. Um we see no value in anything black. And I'll show you this. When you walk into a black hair store in the hood, they don't have no hair that looks like black people's hair. All the hair in there is to make black people's hair look like another group, uh, another specialized group's hair. When you look at 
music as a whole. We don't buy black music. We don't buy R&B. We don't really buy rap. So what happened was hip-hop originally was the voice of the community. But when the community stopped supporting rap, also the rappers, and and, and I'm not saying all rappers. This is just a general right, conversation. Right. So we're going to keep they, that in context, they, no doubt. I understand. They, right. They protect. They, they are now protecting their money interest, which is the system. So people wonder why you don't have more rappers that stand up it's because they're not getting support from the community anymore financially. So most rappers are getting paid by breads or 360 deals or something like that. And so, like, most of them, I, I've been in the studio with a couple rappers and it tripped me out. It, I, almost to the point where I had to leave. But it was like, man, we don't want to make nobody in that building upset. What? That's what mm. rap was designed for. It was designed exactly. to be the voice exactly. of the people, to articulate Shake properly the, the pain of the people. The, the thing that we have to understand, again, it goes back to finances. If we do not start controlling our own images, if we don't, and I'm going to tell y'all this, man. I just listened to, and this is a sidebar, I just listened to Jasmine Sullivan, Sullivan's album, proud to see a young black woman who's not afraid to do black music. Like, everybody's trying to do EDM. They're trying to do anything but be black. But you now have white artists that are doing soul music. And the very sad part about it is a lot of them are doing a pretty good job. So when it comes to the politics of it, so many black people know the issues and the problems but they are afraid to talk about them, one, because they feel like they won't sell any records. Two, they're going to cut off they, the, 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 the pipeline of, of what they, you know, of, of the way that they feed their family. The difference between me and the people that I hang around is that the freedom of my people means more than just about everything on this earth. Because even if I'm able to feed my personal family, the state of black people, it will still affect your family if you don't if you don't correct it as a whole because your children may not do as well as you. And so, David, let me ask you this because I, I gotta I know I gotta let you go. I know you got other stuff you gotta do, and I want to you yep. know be respectful of your time. But you just opened up something that I want you to touch on real quick before you go for me, man. You know, you 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 mentioned where artists are right now, and and but where you are personally. Would you say that that was the way you came into the game? Were, were you was that your thought process, or did you get caught up, you know, maybe early on in the in the industry, in no, you know, in the no, material piece of? No, I did. I, I didn't. What, what happened with me was this: is that I understood. Uh, well, I, I guess I would say to a certain degree. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that I, I want to say is before that is that I don't think anything is wrong with rap music. I just think it needs balance. Because black people ain't all good and black people ain't all bad. It's just that the thing that I have a problem with is every TV show that come on, if we just get out of jail, we, it's dope. It's, it's, we driving a Cadillac Escalade and nothing else. You, you know what I'm saying? We holding our guns yeah, to the side. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it has to be a show about music or all we could do is rap. 
You know, where's any, where's the Cosby show? Where's the different worlds? Where's the anything in? You, you, you understand what I'm saying? I just wrote a yeah. rap last night yeah. where yeah. I, I said that uh, 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 black kids rapping, white kids bit match. You know what I'm saying? And, and the only reason why they want to do that is because that's all they ever hear from grown folks is trapping. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, 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 so for me, I think what 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 it what it is is that I've always talked about the same thing. This is what makes it's funny to me because people think that I've I've had this big epiphany. But if you listen to my music, it's always been the same. It was like a pill. And right. then it was Cadillac on 22s. God, I know that I pimp. God, I know that I, uh, I'm wrong. God, I know I should talk about more than all of my songs. I've done records throughout my career with Common, with 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 Talib Kweli. I could put the records I know right now with nobody, and, and they were on all of the albums. The thing that happens is this, and the and the, and the truth of the situation, without play, and without uh, get like me, nobody would want to listen to the, to, the, to the new David Banner anyway. There's a place for everything. And what I'm learning is it's about balance. Whenever the universe is to anything, good, bad, or indifferent, it's that the universe is out of place. Everything has to be in balance. It's a yin and a yang to everything. The problem is, is now we have become, or we now do the job of our oppressor. That's the problem that I have. There and, it is. And, and now we don't. And now we don't even see a problem with it, bro. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> can I say something before, David, before I leave, really quick? Man, I, I want. Uh, yeah, because I want you to tell about your 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 your, uh, your album coming out and everything, man. So yep. yeah, make, make that's what I was gonna do. There it is, two, brother. Two things is if if anybody wants to get in contact with me, whether you I, I tell people this all the time, I don't care what you think about what I said. All I ask you to do is think. Just consider. That's all I ask. It's just consider. Um, I do have a new project out, it's, it, or coming out. It's called The God Box. The single is out right now on iTunes. It's called Evil Knievel. The video is coming soon. This summer I'm dropping The God Box. But I, I will ask everybody, whether you like rap or not, it is bigger than rap. If you want better music, if you buy it or you buy the people that you support, the truth is commercialism is bigger than racism right now. If it's hot, they're gonna put out it when 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 public enemy was hot, they went in and signed seventeen public enemies. When NWA was hot, they signed seventeen NWAs. If we want better music, we have to buy better music. We have to support better people. So this some of the guide box is coming out. If you want to support me, go to iTunes right now and buy who could be I don't care if you throw it up in there and shoot it. That's not my my business. The other thing that I want people to, to know, if you disagree with me or you love me, whatever, hit me on Twitter. Um, my tag is the real banner. On Instagram, it is David Banner Likes Pictures. And I just want to tell you, brother, either way, man, I really, really appreciate you allowing I'll be heard because I know the stuff that I talk about is, is uh, I guess they will say controversial, but I don't think so. It's nothing but the truth. Because I have no hatred in my body for any race of people. I just want people to leave black folks alone. Every time we've ever tried to get our stuff together, they tell us to get our stuff together. And as soon as we get Black Wall Street, they burn it down. As soon as we yep. get the Black yep. Panthers, they kill them. You know? It is. So, you, you, you know, just right, know man. that I appreciate right. you, you know brother, what, and David, be the thing, the thing is, man, uh, I, and, and I appreciate your words, but 
you know, we appreciate you and we appreciate how you've taken advantage and how you utilize your platform, bro. And um, thank you. Um, you know, like I think you make a, you know, you made some fantastic points. And the thing is, you know, people don't have to agree with you, but at the end of the day, just like you said, people got to think, man. And so, hey, whenever you next time you're in Charlotte, bro, hit me up. Let's chop it up, man. We we, we take you around, man, and and, and right, show bro. you a good time in the city, man. All right, you got to come right, back bro. on the show. If they if they do something to me, y'all better come get me. <laughs> God bless, man. We got you. God bless. Hold the line, man. Chester needs you for a minute. Everybody, David Banner in the building. Great conversation. Great show tonight. I appreciate everybody joining us tonight. Um, you know what it is, hip politics. Trying to bring you the best guests, best topics. Um, you know, and uh, obviously you're already the best people. So we just have to make sure we rise to the occasion. I want to say uh, thank you to everybody that's in the chat room, everybody that uh, listened, called in. Jonathan from Tennessee, keep listening. Know that uh, Hip Politics is here for you every Thursday at 8 o'clock. And a uh, special shout-out to my man, uh, Chester Davis Jr., CDJ Live. Don't forget to follow him. Follow us on Twitter, at Hip Politics. Check out the website, hippolitics.com, H-I-P-O-L-I-T-I-X. And uh, know that we're here every Thursday next week. Another great show, more great guests. Like I say every week, never settle for the status quo. Keep reaching for the sky. That's what Hip Politics is all about. Until next week, everybody, peace and love.